morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. Good morning, Lynn. Which mic are you on? I wasn't plugged in yet. Oh, you weren't plugged in yet. I'm slow. Are you plugged in now? I am plugged. She's plugged. I'm plugged in. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Are we on? I hope so. I don't think so. So unprofessional. (laughs) Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. (laughs) We are. We are. We're human. We're just not together yet. It's a picnic. <laughs> Problem is in chair, not in computer. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Where's our music? Did that already happen? Yes, it did. Oh, my gosh. Everything goes by like a flash. <laughs> yeah, my hair is already gray. <laughs> <laughs> just, just zip. Just goes right by. Just like that. Speaking yeah. of gray hair, I, I think I had a dream. Because I don't think Mark said this to me, but I think I had a dream, and Mark looked at my head and said, "You, you don't have any gray hair coming in." I said, "What are you? Are you blind? How? You know what? His nearsighted—he's farsighted. Uh huh. I'm nearsighted. Uh huh. Nearsightedness is a curse. That's Greg. <laughs> Mark can't see things close up very well. I can't. No. So so." So I must look really good <laughs> to you guys. But when I look, uh-huh. I see all the flaws with my glasses off. So if you look far away, things look better? Far away, blurry. Oh, good. Then I know I look good. Nearsighted. <laughs> if you were here, oh, I could count every hair. Oh, I could count. my I gosh. Can... Well, then you stay over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stay over we're, here. We're better over here. <laughs> So, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. And Other than that, looking forward to to starting, and we have no idea what week or month it is, but that's okay. Yeah, we're here. Um, we're we're here, <laughs> and I, I didn't even get the the. Well, I could. So why don't you start? Okay. Unless you have something to share. Oh, I should share what I shared with you earlier. What did you? Go ahead. I went to get in the shower this morning, and my shower has Her a has lovely a, has husband rain adjustment, gentle rain. I like that. Idea. And then it has the little little tiny pulses, and then it's got that bam 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 bam. I like that. So I reached in to turn on the shower, and bam 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 <laughs> all over me cold water. Face because first. Because my husband, yes, <laughs> had finagled the shower head to aim toward the door and I know he did it because he shoved something in there to make sure it wouldn't turn. Do you know it's it's horrible when you have to depend on other people to make your day a good day. It 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 is, but it's <laughs> kind of nice. But now you know where my mind's going. I'm not even going to go there. My mind is thinking of, okay, all right, you want to play this game? Ah, dear, dear, You want to play this game? I can hear the revenge wheels. My dust. (laughs) I am going to go out there, and I've got something prepared. I had a I had a driver in front of me this morning, who who was going like five miles under the speed limit, and then we got to where I was going to turn left, and this person pulled into the left lane. So I said. (laughs) Okay, I'll go right and go a little bit further and come back. And then as soon as I got into the right lane, she pulled in behind me. <laughs> it's like, oh, you. Do, 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 do. 
That's and then the, I say, you don't know what the circumstances are. <sighs> you don't know what's going on in that car. I want a hovercraft. <laughs> a hovercraft. Yes. Well, once you get one, everyone will get one. Okay. Everyone will want a but hovercraft. I can push you out of the way. Just though, go that over. Way. I can go over you. You can just go over. Checkers. I wonder if you would go Queen over. Me. Yes, you could go over. <laughs> All right, we have fake news and real news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the first one is kind of tame. Chocolate tea cake embarks on 37,007 miles. Space mission. Tea cake. In a delicious publicity stunt, the Glasgow Science Center launched a chocolate and marshmallow tea cake named Terry, by the way, into space. And the other choice, 50-year-old Twinkie, (laughs) shows no ravages of age. An unearthed time capsule containing a Twinkie (laughs) proved a popular theory. A sugary treat is so loaded with chemicals that it doesn't age or deteriorate in any way. Okay. So is it tea cake or a Twinkie? A tea cake or Terry or Twinkie. It's Terry or Twinkie. We will revisit Terry and Twinkie at the end of our first half and see what the new developments are. With Terry, and I wonder what, if he's still in space or if it's still. Did it get un- shot out into space in a inside I a craft? No. Or did it just get shot out? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just shot out. Or was it in something? Don't know. All right. Think okay. on that. Yeah. Ponder that. You got a thing for today? I have a couple of things for today. I'm a little bit. Uh, uh, I'm a little. I have some things. I, I actually thought of something I wanted to. Um, share because I went to my daughter's yesterday and we went out in the woods and we came back covered with ticks. Seriously? And her dog covered with (gasps) ticks. Uh, Luckily I had one on me and the story goes on. So I thought all right, all right, all right. We didn't spray enough but then we have this natural tick spray which maybe isn't strong enough. I don't know. Huh. But we definitely did something wrong. <laughs> and luckily, we got them off. They were on our clothes. Uh, but the, and the dog had one that had already started burrowing, and we were only <gasps> out there for about 20 minutes. Oh, my. So okay, I, thought, people I, beware. I woke up and I thought, all right, how can you get that? How can you do this easily rather than having to just keep looking and picking and looking and picking? Cover yourself in duct tape. Yes. Seriously? Oh, well, that's on. where I no. was going. <laughs> no. That's where my mind was going. What can I do that's sticky, like a sticky glove? And then I looked it up online, and I found it, and it's so simple. It's a, a lint roller. Uh, a lint roller. So you get a big lint roller, uh-huh. and then after you go out, you have your whoever's with you roll all your clothes Roll your sneakers. Roll while, everything while you're still wearing them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, roll your roll your dog. Now, I wouldn't think. I would think maybe it wouldn't get all of them. But, but get the ones that we found the other day, if we had had a lint roller, we would have been able to get them all, except for that one that was burrowing. But uh, yeah. So what if you took it with you into the woods <clears throat> and lint rolled yourself? Yeah. Every now and then, just kind of lean down and click, click, 
Well, yeah. <laughs> I hesitate because I have a tickle in my throat. Okay. And I'm going to cough. Go ahead. So you can turn me off. Okay. Okay. I have I have a kind of theme. It's all weird facts from Reader's Digest. And and, and the first one goes Ella Slack. Ella Slack. Ella. S-L-A-K. Oh, S-L-A-C-K. Ella Slack has a similar height and stature to the queen. So before big events, she'll do a rehearsal to avoid any royal pains like the sun getting in Her Majesty's eyes. Oh, my. Slack has been doing it for three decades, but isn't allowed to sit in the throne, so she has to squat above it. (laughs) I mean, I can't get that image out of my head. I can't either. I can't even think about how they would even do that. (laughs) She's got good thighs. She's got good thighs. (laughs) So I was thinking about ordering groceries online and i know that yes. sometimes they do substitutions so you'll say yes. no substitutions or substitutions are okay mm-hmm. and then they give you a receipt mm-hmm. and they show you what substitutions they made exactly so so this this lady says that she got marshmallows instead of baking trays ha, so ha. <laughs> and she and she she teased and says yeah they look exactly the same <laughs> and it says that she ordered disposable Foil, silver, baking trays, and she received pink and white marshmallows. <laughs> and and I could and she actually took a picture of her receipt where it says substitutions, our price match, and it's right here. She ordered the Tesco foil baking trays, and the product we substituted were pink and white marshmallows, one hundred grams. So that's that's what she got. And then there's somebody else who ordered who ordered um, red lace red lace licorice. Okay. And they substituted for red shoelaces. <laughs> just there's just not the, quite the same sweetness in that. No. Somebody asked for red peppers in her supermarket and she got red hair dye Ooh. instead. <laughs> Where's the logic in all of that? That that makes no sense. (laughs) I have been so lucky because when my guy is doing my shopping, when I do that online, they call me and tell me they're doing it so that I have direct communication with them in case they say, well, I need to substitute this. Is this okay? That's the answer. (laughs) That's the the solution. You don't just leave it to their (laughs) choices. Somebody ordered a garden fork to use in their garden. And they sent us an expensive set of dinner forks. <gasps> so, for the, for the same price? Uh, well, I don't know. They may have substituted and then charged them what the substitution Ooh. was. Mm-hmm. More of that to come. Mm-hmm. Okay. The inventor of the Internet, the real inventor of the Internet, <laughs> regrets the URL setup. Tim Berners. Lee, who created the main software of the World Wide Web, admitted he regrets adding two of those forward slashes after HTTPS dot in a web address. It was standard for programming, but didn't serve any real purpose. And when looking back in 2009, he said leaving it out would have saved time and space. So if you had asked Al Gore that question, he would not have been able to answer it. (laughs) 
Or he may have said that the two slashes was his idea. That could be. That's correct. Another way, it's just a waste of space. I wonder, I wonder how much space it wastes. It's I have no idea, but he regretted it. He does regret it. I hope he doesn't lose any sleep over that. <laughs> so this lady placed her usual weekly order online. She ordered six bread rolls. Six bread rolls. She wanted six rolls. Just six. And they gave her sausage rolls instead. And I did see the picture. It starts with an S. A sausage roll. So these were rolls stuffed with sausage meat that she received. <sighs> so this lady um, ordered a pizza. She wanted a pizza from her store. And she received a bag of grated cheese. So she says, well... Now I just need to order the sauce and the <laughs> toppings and then the crust. There you go. <laughs> and I wonder what she'll get oh, when she orders the knows. sauce, the toppings, and the crust. Oh, I'd like to know the stores that did this, the well, names of the stores. I have the names, but I <laughs> can't say I'm on here. I'm not going to. Okay. I probably could, but I don't want to nah, slam no. anybody. Okay. All right. NASA. Good old NASA. Uses countdowns because of a sci-fi film. The countdown Fritz Lang used to create suspense in the rocket launch scene of his 1929 silent film. Get that? His music in the silent film. film. (laughs) It didn't just change film history. It also inspired NASA to use countdowns before its own blastoffs. It's not exactly a race against the clock, though. NASA can feel free to pause the clock to check mechanical difficulties. I never would have thought that that story would have even been responsible for the countdown. There you go. But it is kind of exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting. I don't know that I've ever heard them stop it. I have. Have you? Mm-hmm. For what reason? That'd, be, that'd they, make me a little nervous if I was on board. <laughs> I don't remember what the cause was, but they were only, I think they got to three and stopped and then they just started all over again. Would that make you a little bit nervous if you were inside? Yeah, a teeny bit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what What did they find let's that hope. made them stop the entire thing for let's, a moment? Let's hope the people inside didn't hear it. Yeah. You don't think? Oh, they did. Ah, uh, could you do that? No way. I couldn't do that. I couldn't no. be in a capsule. We went to the, the uh, Space Center in Alabama, and I've been to the other one in uh, Cape Canaveral, and and I see those things they sit in, the little pods and the little seats and all the suit they have to have on and the straps and the helmet. It's the only time you're claustrophobic and afraid of heights at the same time. Absolutely. And and you're claustrophobic, but you can't get out because if you do, you'll fall. (laughs) You're you're dead. So here's one. Okay. My friend at work ordered panty liners and they substituted chocolate bars. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I wish I was not such an image person. (laughs) And, of course, we do know that women do need chocolate every yes. month. Yes. <laughs> Lots yes. of chocolate. Well, yeah. Yummy chocolate. Okay. Oh. Roller coasters. Have you ever ridden on roller coasters? Many times. I love them. Do you really? Love the scare. I hate them. I'm so afraid of them. <laughs> they were invented to distract Americans, believe it or not, from sin. From sin? From sin. <laughs> In the, <laughs> 1880s, in the 1880s, hosiery businessman, hosiery. Lamarcus Thompson hated that Americans were tempted by hedonistic places like saloons and brothels. 
So he set out to straighten up one of the most immoral places he could think of, Coney Island, New York. There, he built America's first roller coaster to give New Yorkers some good, clean fun away from seedier pastimes. I wonder if it worked. Didn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do I ask you to explain? No. No. All right. So, Hannah... Uh-huh. Says that her mom ordered kids soft and chewy multivitamins. Oh, nice. And got sent a packet of chewy Starburst candy sweets. <laughs> it's uh, a substitute. Uh-huh. She that, said that she doesn't think they have the same nutritional value. I don't they think so. Sure were yummy. Yeah. Starburst. Have you ever had a Starburst? I have. The ones that are hard. The little round ones? Oh, no. Oh, my mouth is watering right now. Really? I don't go out and buy them, but if I'm in a movie theater and mm-hmm. somebody has I'm with has them and I eat one, yeah, I, I can't stop. My mouth, I, I, I kid you not, right now is watering because of how tart and sweet they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It can be addictive, like malted milk balls. Or that just reminds me of the time I got hypnotized into eating a peach that was really a lemon. How did that go? Not very well. Did you eat it? I did. And then what happened when you came came out of it? I drank about three <laughs> glasses of water. <laughs> That's amazing, mind over matter. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Ice pops. Ice pops. Yeah. Were invented by an 11-year-old by accident in 1905. And I, I can't guarantee this because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. An 11-year-old boy named Frank Epperson left soda powder and water outside overnight with his wooden stirrer still in the cup. The mixture had frozen in the chilly nighttime weather, and so the Epsicle was born. He sold the treat around his neighborhood in a nearby amusement park and even patented the recipe. Years later, he changed the name to Popsicle because that's what his kids called their Pops Connection. That's a great story. (laughs) That's a great story. Popsicle. Mm -hmm. Sure. Your clothes will fit in here. So she ordered (laughs) five vacuum storage bags. Oh. The ones you suck the air out of. Yeah. And you can store things flat. Have you ever made those work? Oh, yes. I have made them work, but I can tell you I've had some fail after they've worked. Uh Uh-huh. And then days later... They're all puffed up again. Yeah. But I have had some be successful. Okay. Yes. So she wanted to store winter clothes and bedding. They were out of stock. (sighs) So why not? They sent 100 sandwich bags as a substitute. (laughs) (laughs) I complained and I got a full refund and I was allowed to keep the sandwich bags. Now picture, (laughs) picture that. I, I just... Yeah. Yeah. I actually saw a picture of a guy who ordered a camping pup tent. Mm-hmm. And he actually kept it and took a picture of himself in it with his head sticking out. It was the size of a large garbage bag. Oh and he just gosh. crammed into it and let his little head. And it was a cute little tent. But that was how big it was. It was just It was enough. really for a puppy. It was for a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a puppy tent. <laughs> Wow. Sloths. Sloths? Like the animals? Sloths, yes. Can hold their breath longer than can dolphins. 
How long is that? By slowing their heart rate, sloths can hold their breath for up to 40 minutes. Dolphins need to come up for air about after 10 minutes. 40 minutes? 40 minutes. But is it, isn't it? Isn't it ironic that the sloth mm-hmm. slows down his heart? <laughs> it's the perfect animal to be able to do that because of the nature of the Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the commercial on TV? It's got to be for like Pictionary? one of the insurance companies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sloth is drawing. So, uh, our, so in tea bags, tea bags yes. are great for making sandwiches, you know. What? So this lady said, I wanted a pack of four crusty rolls. As a substitution, I received a box of chamomile tea bag, tea bags. She said she was in desperate need of toilet paper, and they didn't have what they asked for. They didn't send anything at all. (gasps) They just put unavailable. So she had no even a substitute for toilet paper when she was in desperate need. But she did have the tea bags, so maybe she could use the tea bags as the toilet paper. There's not even paper towels or tape. No, nothing. They didn't. Nothing. Didn't. Didn't. Oh, oh my God. But, But I will tell you that this other lady, Bella Smythe, Her name is Bella Smythe. Sure it is. Um, Says when she ordered toilet rolls from the store, she received floor wipes instead. Well. Mm -hmm. She said it probably mm. won't get the job done and it might sting a little. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to just wonder. Please tell me these stores are not around here. Shopping experience in the store was like when the person looks at the list. I want to know who they assigned this uh-huh. to mm. and, 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 mm. and what this person... Mm. No, I don't. Mm. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Jeanette Rankin... Remember that name? Jeanette Rankin was the first woman to win a seat in Congress. The Montana Republican arrived at the House of Representatives in 1917, three years before American women won the right to vote. American women were given the right to vote in 1920, but Jeanette Rankin became the first woman in the U.S. federal office in 1916. 1916. Now, I read that and I said, baloney. But I looked it up. And some states actually did enable women to vote before the national or federal law went through. Is that right? Yep. Hmm. Depending on the state you were in, whether or not you could vote. You could vote. Mm -hmm. It was some women or all women from that state? I don't know. Or some women. But Montana had already said, you can vote. Go for it. Yep. And she was a senator. That's amazing and awesome. Isn't it? Yes. And... Something like that would not go today. Oh, gosh, no. No. What I'm thinking of is some women can vote and some can't. I don't even know why women couldn't vote in the first place. But anyway. Makes no sense. Anyway. So here's a bad. So so speaking of substitutions, um, this lady had written in and said um, her husband made buffalo burgers. The recipe called for plain yogurt and blue cheese spread for the burgers. 
turns out we only had <laughs> raspberry yogurt, and my husband decided to use it anyway. <laughs> she says, let me tell you, buffalo, raspberry, blue cheese is not a good combo. <laughs> Do not substitute a fruit yogurt for a plain oh yogurt unless gosh. you're making a dessert. Whoa! Yes. I get the shivers just thinking. Yeah, that's about gross. <clears throat> well, that's really gross. This is this is kind of gross too, but I gross can't guarantee so the truth of this. Supermarket apples can be a year old. What? Supermarket apples can be a year old. Okay, this has got to be going somewhere good. These weird facts might have you changing the way you eat. Those fresh apples aren't all that fresh, per se. They're usually picked between August and November, covered in wax, hot air dried, and sent into cold storage. After 6 to 12 months, they finally land on your grocery store shelves. Covered with wax. That's why you've got to wash your apples, right? Can you imagine? I, I can't get my, I can't, that bothers me. I kind of can imagine because I do remember I did some volunteer stuff for uh, Berkshire Organics. And they were all organic apples. But the apples did last a long time. I don't know if it was that long, but... Yeah. 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 I just don't know that maybe apples are the type of fruit that will, evidently. But what if you didn't cover them with wax? Right. They Then they go bad so fast. They go back bad faster. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I buy organic apples, and they last, well, I, I, I eat them in two weeks. Though. Are they juicy, though, when you cut them open? Oh, yeah. The ones I, well, the ones I get from the supermarket? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're an apple. Okay. Unless I've never had a juicy apple in my whole life, so I don't really know what that. <laughs> Speaking of juicy, I had a peach one time when we were traveling. I think we were in Georgia. That makes sense. <laughs> we went to, we went by a roadside stand. Maybe it was in Washington State. They had a, they had peaches. Doesn't matter where it was. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I, I literally this peach dripped down my face when I bit it. It was delicious, juicy. Drippy. We needed tons of napkins. Oh, it was the best peach ever. I, and that's all I have to say about that. Okay. <laughs> I ain't saying anything. <laughs> Do you know it's impossible to hum while holding your nose? Mm, oh, you just tested it, didn't you? Mm. Normally, when you hum, the air is able to escape through your nose to create the sound. And of course, it can't do that when you're holding it shut. No. <laughs> <laughs> And believe me, that wasn't a hum. <laughs> <laughs> so this lady ordered a pack of frozen spaghetti squash. Frozen spaghetti squash. And she got linguine dry in a plastic package. So she got linguine, dry linguine instead of spaghetti squash. <sighs> That's, That's just not fair. Something is just, just, something's just gone awry. I have bad news for you. Uh-oh. Because I know you like wasabi. I do like wasabi. Mm -hmm. No, 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 don't do it. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Most wasabi paste isn't real wasabi. Okay, wasabi, I can deal with that. Wasabi is expensive. Okay, I can deal with that. So most companies use horseradish. Horseradish. Instead. Instead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Real wasabi is actually milder than what you've been getting with your sushi. 
So they must dye it green. I think so. But it's not as strong as, 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 as horseradish. As horseradish. I like horseradish. Mm. So you didn't ruin me. Okay. I'm okay. I thought All you right. were going to tell me it was some kind of animal dung <laughs> or something else that we know is in our lipsticks. You know? Like fish scales in your mascara. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah things like that. Ugh. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. Yesterday I had a piece of seaweed snack. <laughs> My granddaughter eats these seaweed snacks. They're like little tiny thin pieces of paper that are yes. maybe one inch by two inches and they're thin, 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 uh-huh. like tissue paper. Okay. And it's seaweed. Yeah. And she eats them like candy. Yeah. And I told her I would try again and I tried again and I took a little tiny corner. I could not swallow. What does it taste like? Seaweed, fish, dead fish, old fish, fish covered with flies. Fish guts, fish bones, fish scales, and now it's time to take a break. (laughs) Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, Visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. Oh, yes! 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield. That's where we are. That's where we are. Every Thursday Uh in the Uh morning, Uh sharing all kinds of information with you that we have no idea if it's true or not. But we try. But we try. And yeah. you know what we forgot to do? What? At the end of the first half hour, uh-huh. we forgot to do truth or oh, not. Oh, oh, oh. So well, we need to do that now. Okay, okay. really we need quick. To talk about Terry and Twinkie. Okay. Terry, the chocolate tea cake, was shot into space by Glasgow Service Center. Or a 50 year old Twinkie found. In a time capsule, was still edible. <laughs> yummy, <laughs> yummy, yummy. Okay, okay, okay. Do you know what a paraprostokian is? No. A paraprostokian is a figure of speech in which the latter part of the sentence or phrase uh-huh. is surprising or unexpected, and is frequently humorous. Oh, goody. And Sir Winston Churchill loved them. Tell me one. Here's an example. Where there's a will, I want to be in it. (laughs) That's a paraprostokian. I like that. Yeah. There's one here that says, the last thing I want to do is hurt you, but it's still on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those are good. Those those can get real. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like those. Did you know that Adolf Hitler was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? you got to be kidding me. The Swedish politician who sent the letter of nomination in 1939 meant it ironically and withdrew his nomination. In an even more ironic twist, Hitler had banned Germans from accepting the awards four years before his own name was thrown into the ring. Why? <laughs> He wanted to be sarcastic and miserable, and it it worked. And it did. It worked. (laughs) 
Maybe there should be a Peril Prodoskokian. <laughs> there you go. Perhaps. Say that three times fast. Since light travels faster than sound, some people appear bright <laughs> until you hear them speak. <laughs> <laughs> that perfect. That's Isn't priceless. That That's priceless. Light travels faster than sound. Some yeah. people appear bright. Until you hear them speak. So shut up and listen, and you look like you're a real smart cookie. Dunce caps used to be signs of intelligence. 13th century philosopher John Duns, Scotus, believed that a pointed cap would help spread knowledge from the tip to the brain. And his Dunsman followers wore them as a badge of honor. In the 1500s, though, his ideas became less popular and the meaning of the dunce cap was turned on his head, becoming something of a joke. Wow. So he tried, but... He did try. Yeah, for a while how, it worked. How yeah. rude that they changed it. Yeah, they... Yep. Oh. But I love the name, John Duns Scotus. Duns Scotus. You could really, really mm-hmm. mess that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you really freeze these? Can you really (laughs) freeze these? Your freezer is one of the most underrated kitchen tools, says David Lee. So thankful that name is plain. Co-founder and executive chief of Planta Restaurants in Miami and Toronto. But like any tool, it needs to be mastered properly. Airtight packaging is crucial. To locking in the flavor and texture. So here we go. You can even go to aarp.org slash freeze food uh-huh. to find out what food you can freeze. But to save you the time, mm-hmm. I will list some for you. Oh, good. Remember, they need to be properly prepared. <laughs> they need to be properly prepared for the freezer. <laughs> Avocados, can you believe that? Ooh. I can't even keep them fresh in my refrigerator. No. Citrus fruit, mm. milk, milk, ugh. parboiled pasta, steamed greens, fresh herbs, not herbs. I say herbs. Herb won't fit in my freezer. <laughs> and hard cheese. Can be frozen. Can be frozen. How about that? I think the most the, the the most surprising one to me is the avocado. Huh. I yeah. would think that maybe you would have to use an almost ripe avocado. Is that with or without the nut? I think, you know, you'd have to go to arp.org <laughs> slash freeze food and find out if you keep the pit in the avocado or not. So... That's an interesting little yes, yes it bit is. of bit of stuff. Um, the shortest war in history lasted thirty-eight minutes. I've heard this before, and I should know this answer. I should know this answer. When the Sultan of British protected Zanzibar died, and a new one took over without British approval in eighteen ninety-six, the Brits were not happy. Tension escalated when Sultan Khalid bin Bargash refused to step down. But the British warship spent less than 40 minutes bombarding the palace before he fled, marking the very quick end of the Anglo-Zanzibar War. I wish all wars were that short. Yeah. I bet a lot of marriages can say that they had wars that were longer than that. 
<laughs> I think mine is still going yeah, on. Yeah, you think? The first well, one. Yeah. hey, you're hanging in there, right? Okay. You are. So here's another one. Okay. If I agreed with you, we'd both be wrong. Oh. And we never really grew up. We only learn how to act in public. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. War does not determine who is right, only who is left. Ooh. These Ooh. are clever, huh? That one is very clever. One more. Knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. <laughs> I have the perfect segue to that. Strawberries. Yes. Aren't berries. Oh. Neither are raspberries and blackberries, according to botanists. True berries stem from one single ovary flower and have two or more seeds. Strawberries don't fit that bill, but bananas, kiwis, and watermelon do. So a banana is technically a berry. Yes. A banana berry. And kiwis and watermelon. A watermelon berry. A watermelon is a berry. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm picturing the, the uh, I think they need to change that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything else gets changed. <laughs> Why don't they just change the definition of a berry? I, I know. Because that's messing with my head. Because if you think of these little seeds they have all over them, they uh -huh. look like little berries. Why not? They're berries. Yeah. They're berries to me. They'll always be berries to me. To steal ideas from one person is plagiarism. To steal from many is research. Oh, oh, yes. oh, that yes. reminds me of my old college days, yeah. Yes, you, you did research. <laughs> you did. Yes. But you better let people know who you did research yes, with. Yes, you bet. Which can be another whole five <laughs> pages mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of this is where I got my information. This one's kind of creepy, but it turns out good, kind of. Okay, as long as it doesn't um, have anything to do with wasabi, I'm good. No, it doesn't. Researchers once turned a live cat into a telephone. Princeton researchers Ernest Weber and Charles Bray took out a cat's skull and most of its brain to connect the animal to electricity. When they spoke into the cat's ear, the sound could be heard through a phone receiver in another room. The twisted experiment paved the way for cochlear implant developments. Oh, Oh, that's creepy in a good kind of way. Yes. Oh, that's so... I love that you said twisted. Mm-hmm. Because that is twisted. Mm-hmm. That's so twisted. And I'm a visual person, and so are you. Uh-huh. And uh, we're seeing it. Uh-huh. And we don't want to. No. Yeah. I'm but sorry. But those implants are great. They save hearing. Yeah. Now, if you had said the cat had already passed away... That would have been better. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Oh, God. That's just... Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. I didn't say it was your fault. I know. I said I was blaming you. Oh, see? Uh. There you go. <laughs> that one worked. It that did. was perfect. <laughs> that was good. That was yeah. good. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. In filling out an application where it says, in case of an emergency, I answered, call a doctor. <laughs> Isn't that logical? In case of an emergency, call 911. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Whoever answers the phone, you're in charge. That's right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. William McKinley was shot right after giving away his good luck charm. 
President McKinley always wore a red carnation for good luck, but sometimes gave it out as a memento. When greeting the crowd in 1901, he handed a 12-year-old girl, Myrtle, the bloom off his lapel, saying, I must give this flower to another little flower. Minutes later, he was fatally shot. Ah, that could make a little piece of a movie. (sighs) I think it did. Was it in the movie? I don't know. All about him? (laughs) Ah, that's, uh... That's so sad. It's sad, but it's sweet. Yeah. So how much training do you think you need to become a trash collector? Uh, A lot, because I don't want to touch it. (laughs) Well, not much. Really? As you pick it up as you go along. Oh. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I heard that you went on trial for stealing someone's luggage. Yes, but they let me go. It was a briefcase. <gasps> oh. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> okay, move along. Move That's on. a... Moving right along. Pez candy was invented to help smokers quit. The Austrian Pez creator named the candies after the German word for peppermint. Fifth of mints, whatever. When they were introduced in 1927, they were fat round mints sold in tins to smokers to help them stop smoking. Do you ever, uh, do you have any Pez? I had. You had? Mm-hmm. You don't collect them? No. I don't either. <laughs> That's like collecting bobbleheads. I'd put the two together, you the, know. There's yeah. just no. Yeah. No. I went to, used to go to a little little tiny 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 ice cream place in Florida and they had collection they had a collection of Pez containers all over the inside of the store so they had little shelves everywhere uh-huh. and they had hundreds and hundreds of just Pez the contain- dispensers just the dispensers and it was really cool they had really really old ones how long yeah. do Pez pieces last probably forever Aren't maybe like Terry and Twinkie. Aren't they made of cement? They're cement? <laughs> the, the dispensers or the candy? candy? The candy looks like a brick. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. I think it's just sugar. <laughs> sugar never spoils, right? Does it? I don't think so. So you can make sure that the ants get to it before you do. Yes, this is true. Keep them in a zip, keep it in a Ziploc bag. Okay, okay. Okay, so... Women will never be equal to men until they can walk down the street with a bald head and a beer gut and still think they are sexy. Yep, (laughs) yep, yep, yep. You do not need a parachute to skydive. You only need a parachute to skydive twice. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That That, was good. All right, all right. Okay. Speaking of expiring... Did you know that bleach expires? Bleach? Bleach expires. The home cleaning product only lasts about six months. And then so what does I'm, it become? I'm kind of tempted to put away a bottle of bleach for a year and then take it out and see what happens. So I've had bleach in my basement because I stocked up on stuff uh-huh. a year ago. Really? So it's been sitting there amongst so other So you've things. already got it ready to test. How do I test it? I don't know. 
do I smell it? Do I use it and see if it really works? Yeah. Do I taste it? Do I don't taste look it? Look at the color. Maybe the color. Maybe it gets to be yellowish. Don't taste it. No, I, I smell no. it. I wouldn't taste it. I was kidding. Good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you think that. Pablo I was... Picasso drank it. Picasso drank bleach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. No. Or his daughter did. One yeah. Of them. Yeah. Did she die? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drinking bleach or disinfectants or something like that is uh-huh. just it's, like not, yeah. Not, it's not going to yeah. cure COVID it's not either. Okay. It's not okay. No. <laughs> not that. That was, I was kind of hinting, but you went right for the jugular. <laughs> Cucumber slices can fight bad breath. Oh. Cucumbers can fight bad breath. If you don't have a mint on hand, use a slice of cucumber. You know, you can also make cucumber water. Yes. And I wonder if it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if that would do the same. I don't know. I'd like a little rum to put in it. To a test. little rum? That'll, yeah, that'll <laughs> fight your bad breath. That'll fight it. So, you know, earlier in the show, I was talking about substitutions, and I just want to run back for a moment mm-hmm. because you can substitute things that I thought were really cool. You can substitute beans uh-huh. for um, oil. Beans. So if you have a recipe that needs a half a cup of oil, uh-huh. throw in a half a cup of Bean, and I would imagine any kind of bean, meaning like a chickpea or, or a black bean, bean or pinto bean. Yeah. Instead, uh, you need to add two tablespoons of water to two tablespoons of bean puree. Follow your recipe exactly huh. and use the bean puree instead of the oil. Huh. Um, avocado, that's another thing that you can do to uh, substitute for but- oil? For butter. Oh, for butter. For, or oil. Butter or oil. It revs up the nutrition fact of the fudge brownie, and you'll never even know that it's there. In a brownie? Yep. You can use avocado instead of shortening, eggs, sour cream, or mayo. Um, and I'm trying to see, that's all it says about that. But I made chocolate pudding one time with mashed avocado. No way. It was delicious. No way. Yes, it was. My husband didn't even know. <gasps> It was delicious, you and fed it's a it to recipe. Him without telling him. Yep, it's a recipe <laughs> that Gordon Ramsay had in a magazine. You trust him? And yeah, well, I trusted <laughs> the recipe. Let me put it that way. Uh, was it Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, yeah, Gordon Ramsay, the Nightmare Chef, the Nightmare Chef, and it was delicious. I, I challenge you out there to try that. Look up the recipe. It's delish. Trust me. It was as so long as you're not challenging good. me. It was so good. <laughs> but see, you don't have to use eggs. I, I like eggs. Oh, okay. I didn't know that you ate eggs. Okay. I do. Beans and avocado and zucchini. You can substitute zucchini, um, or I'm I, actually this is not a substitution. This is an addition. Uh huh. Zucchini and spinach. You can put zucchini in things like you do zucchini bread. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can substitute let's see what does it say oil so you can substitute zucchini for oil okay so you can do it in cakes cookies breads pies and bars spinach is the add-in spinach you can actually add into breads muffins cakes and nobody will know it's there but if you use enough of it it might change the color Hmm. of what you're making i like spinach but these are really Really good substitutions. I'll take your word for it. You know, and for you, after you make whatever you make, you can put it in the microwave for a moment. (laughs) 
Yeah, I can't use it if you can't put it in the microwave. It's no good to me. The last letter, the last letter added to the alphabet was actually J. You might think the letter Z is the last letter added because it's the last letter of the alphabet, but the alphabet we know and love today wasn't created alphabetically. <laughs> so how, what, what order was I it created? I don't in? know. And why did they change it? They changed it they so did. the song would work. They did. What, what song? A, B, C, D, E, oh. F, G. <laughs> They wanted, they wanted it to rhyme. It to rhyme. <laughs> and so they changed it so they could make a song. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you can also substitute prunes for uh, butter. You can smash them up, put them in your little food processor, and you Do can they use work prunes. The same way? And it does say, it was actually a picture of a toilet that said you really need to understand that prunes will. Cause a little bit of discomfort. Oh my god. You gosh. can also you probably know this, you can do applesauce in place of oil. No. Um, but you can't do it in cakes. No? You can do it in cupcakes. And I don't know why it doesn't say. It says cook oh I'm sorry, cookies. Cookies won't work. Oh, okay. But okay. cupcakes will. Okay, so then I read you that could wrong. put it in a cake. Yes, you could put it in a cake. Okay. Um, it says that you can do three quarters of a cup of the oil, uh, substitute that for for applesauce. Okay. <laughs> You're just dying over there. This is good <laughs> stuff. Speaking of prunes. Oh. People used to say prunes instead of cheese when having their pictures taken. In the 1840s, a big, dare we say, cheesy grin was seen as childish. So one London photographer told people to say prunes to keep their mouths taut. Prunes. And that look predated today's fish face selfie. Oh. By, oh, about 180 years. And incidentally, the first selfie was really invented in 1839. I believe that. I would never say prunes. Can you see having a daguerreotype thing to take pictures where you have to pull a string pull a string and run around to the front and go right and go prune <laughs> prunes yeah the fish face thing i don't i don't get. i don't understand that no it yeah, doesn't, it's not attractive no it's not attractive at all it'll give you lines when it you get will older. give you lines mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. yes yes mm -hmm, yes mm -hmm. saying prunes mm -hmm. so you can substitute cottage cheese you can put cottage cheese in the blender, and you can use that for your lasagna. Now, being half Italian, that is, like, absolutely a no-no. Oh, really? I, I like cottage cheese. Rigotta cheese. Rigotta. Oh, gosh. You use rigotta cheese in the mozzarella yeah. in your lasagna, okay. not cottage cheese. And you can also, <laughs> it says pumpkin. It says you can substitute pumpkin for oil. And you can make anything, and it won't make it taste pumpkin-y. Well, I find that very hard to believe. I do, too. I'm going to cross that one right out, because I, I don't believe her. <laughs> I don't believe her. Okay. You can't okay. put pumpkin okay. in something. Okay. That's like taking Calm coconut, yes. coconut yes. oil. Yes, take a drink of water. Just, it's okay. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> lobsters. Love lobsters. They taste with their feet. Did you know that? Hate lobsters. <laughs> Tiny bristles inside a lobster's little pincers are their equivalent to human taste buds. Meanwhile, lobsters' teeth are in one of their three stomachs. 
lobsters are one of those foods some professionals cook in the microwave. Oh. Oh. Just horrible, horrible. Oh, uh, let's, not, let's go no. move away from that as fast as possible. No, what, I have a hard time putting them in the water. What you got? What you got? What you okay. got? What you got? I've got, got Diet Coke. Okay, go ahead. Or Coke. <laughs> yeah, you read it right. You can bake with Diet Coke, and it's insanely simple. Ready? Buy a box of chocolate cake mix. One. Pour in a bowl. <laughs> Two. Then mix in one can of Diet Coke. Three. Three ingredients. One, two, three. Uh-huh. Put it in the oven as the instructions suggest, but be sure to keep an eye on your cooking prize possession. The result is fluffy, moist, and completely delicious. We dare you to try the swap. Then see if your friends suspect this tricky bait and switch. Oh. Three ingredients. Three, three steps. Buy the cake mix, put it in the bowl, one can of Diet Coke. Bam, that's it. No eggs, no oil, no nothing. I might try Worth the try. That. Worth the try. I wonder if you can use Coke. I don't like the aftertaste of diet soda. But maybe you wouldn't taste it in... <laughs> She's sniffing over there. I won't even ask why. Well, we know why. Bad girl. So that's a good one. I'd like to taste that. I'd why like to see Why don't you make it. that this week? This week. And report back. I suppose I to, could. To, to our public. I don't buy that kind of cake mix, and I don't drink well, soda, to go but to this will store. be a first. I, I'm going to try it as well. All right. Yeah, I think that sounds, okay. that sounds pretty cool, We're although it adds Diet Coke. That's because it won't add all that sugar. Oh. Yeah. We're back to the uh, we real fake news. We are. So... In a delicious publicity stunt, the Glasgow Science Centre launched a chocolate and marshmallow cake named Terry into space. <laughs> or an unearthed time capsule containing a Twinkie. That's not an airhead, that's a Twinkie, it's a cookie. Proved a popular theory that sugary treat is so loaded with chemicals that it doesn't age or deteriorate in any way. So my first thought was, as we discussed, did they mm. blow that first one, Terry, out into space with nothing in the ship? Mm. Nothing. Just blow it out there. Mm. My second thing about the Twinkie is mm. that, okay, was the Twinkie around 50 years ago? Ah. And then I remember how old I am. And the answer is <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think my guess is the Twinkie. The Twinkie, okay. Twinkie immortality is yet to be proven. What? But that chocolate tea cake really did take a trip, according to Sky News on October 14, 2017. 2017, that, that recent. Glasgow Science Center launched a chocolate and marshmallow tea cake Terry into space. By itself. Just shot it out there. I'm going to have to do more research on that one. I would also like to know about the Twinkie thing. Well, they're saying if it's not true. I don't know. Oh, how long do they last? I don't know, but I guess if I put a Twinkie in a time capsule right now, by the time I'm gone, it wouldn't really matter. It wouldn't be like a big story. Twinkie lives and survives taste tests 80 years after being put in a time capsule. I'll be I'll be dead. Is and the moral of this story is um, I can't do the test. <laughs> and I think I'm just going to go out and buy a Twinkie, and I'm going to eat it. That's not, that 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 probably yeah. Uh huh. I, I lost my cursor again. I'm going to eat a Twinkie. 
I am a Twinkie. <laughs> I have been called a Twinkie. It's an insult. I'm oh, sorry. I don't know what to do. I used to be indecisive, but now I'm not so sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. The views and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.